You are listening to Mosaic's Midweek Podcast. Through a series of personal reflections and stories, we share how the kingdom of God is breaking into our hearts and our city as it is in heaven. Thanks for listening. Hey everyone, this is Wes Mills for Wednesday, February the 24th, and you are listening to the Mosaic Midweek Podcast. Welcome in. We are in the process of talking about what forms us as people of Jesus, and this week is about prayer. And it's weird that prayer is something that we see throughout all the scripture, and it is not necessarily something that comes most natural to us. We sort of balk at the idea of quiet because we live in this world of noise. And part of that stems from the fact that the louder our lives have become, the scarier being quiet actually is. I mean, alone with your thoughts for an hour at a time can feel pretty daunting and actually intimidating, even for those of us who are naturally introverted. But I think a key principle here is it's not that we love the idea of prayer. It's that we love the person of Jesus. It's not that mastering the discipline of prayer is the goal. It's being in the presence of God that's the goal. Abraham Heschel is a Jewish rabbi, and he has this zinger of a line where he defines what prayer is. He says, Prayer is our humble answer to the inconceivable surprise of living. I'll read that again. Prayer is our humble answer to the inconceivable surprise of living. It is gratitude. It's joy. It's peace. It's when your soul is at rest. It's where we shake off all the attachments in our heart and find contentment in the love of God. It's where we reset and reacclimate because we have breath in our lungs and because we have tasted the goodness of the Lord. It's because we have seen and experienced and marveled at his grace to us. We are alive as human beings and that in and of itself is a gift. And we're alive and have been brought into the family of God. A startling realization that gives us joy and peace and purpose throughout our day. So maybe you're asking yourself when it comes to prayer, where do I actually start though? Well, here is where I have started over the last couple of years. And these are five quick things that I have found to be really helpful. And the first one is this, just find a space. Where is a space in your home where you can meet with the God of the universe every day? What what space is that? Maybe it's a favorite chair or your couch or the front porch. If you don't have a space, just carve one out. And it may actually feel a bit silly at first until we reckon with the fact that God is a relational being who desires your attention. And giving and receiving someone's attention means you actually place yourself and don't try to multitask, uh, which leads us to finding a time. You know, for most people, mornings are a good start, and it's not just a good start because you get up before everyone else, 
But it's a good start because there is no better person to start the day with than God himself. The psalmist says in Psalm 143, let me hear in the morning of your steadfast love. What a promise to wake up to and a joy to lean into the love of God in the morning as the sun rises, as you hear the birds, as the city wakes up. So set aside a specific time. Maybe just start with 10 minutes and carve out that time to sit and be still. A third is find a rhythm. There is no cookie cutter way to do this, and that may frustrate the uh, those of us who are type A. So just find what works for you. Maybe it's just sitting for three minutes and focusing on your breathing. In some circles, it is called the practice of mindfulness. Maybe it's reading a psalm or reading a gospel passage. Maybe it's praying a prayer that has been prayed for centuries by church fathers or is in the book of common prayer or is a liturgy that you enjoy. Maybe you want to take the first three minutes just to name the emotions that you are feeling to God. The options are endless. Just find a rhythm that works for you. Fourth is to start simple. The overzealous among us will want to aim really big, but the goal here is long is the long game. It's a long-term goal. So if you are not used to sitting in silence, don't start out by putting aside an hour. Try five minutes. Or if you're not used to interceding on behalf of others, maybe start with writing one person's name on a note card and one thing you want to bring before the Lord on their behalf. Don't start with 10 names. Start with one. Uh, The higher we aim sometimes, uh, the quicker the burnout and the greater the frustration and the shame and the self-criticism that comes with that. So start small and start simple. And the last is just be consistent. If it's five minutes, great. If it's 20 minutes, great. But the only way, though, that disciplines become habits is if you do them consistently over time. It is actually said that on average, it takes around 66 days before a new behavior becomes automatic. That is over two months. So consistency is the key. But if you practice being attentive to the presence of God in the quiet for one year or for five years or for a decade, you will not only experience the intimacy of the Holy Spirit, but the overflow and the consequences of your life will be one of godliness. You will begin to look like the one who you enjoy spending time with. Now, here is the other thing. I challenge you just to take two minutes out of your day, in the middle of your day, to pause. To just sit in silence. To breathe. To be honest to God with where you are at in that moment. And then to receive the grace of God that is waiting for you as you center yourself in his presence. It takes two minutes. For me, I've got an app on my phone called Pause. And at 2 p.m. every day, I get a reminder to do just that. To pause, reflect, confess, and yield my heart to God. There is a reason this is called a practice. 
something that takes time and work, something that may not come easy at first, but something that over five decades, like a couple who's been married 50 years, becomes more natural. In fact, practice this over the course of your life and your relationship with God becomes second nature. I am going to read what I find to be the most powerful and poignant and potent words on this topic of being in relationship with God. So for the next few minutes, wherever you're at, just pause and have the words of Jesus our King read over you. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit he takes away, and every branch that does bear fruit he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. Already you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers. And the branches are gathered and thrown into the fire and burned. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be full.